What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Double Coverage. Hope you're still living, loving, and breathing sports. I'm Dom with the great man, Saucy. Back at it, episode 119. How are you, big fella? Good, mate. I'm good. Good. It's been... Uh, excited? Yeah, I am excited because the NBA season's around the corner. And, um, I mean... The NBA has done an absolutely beauty by everyone in, in reducing the cost of the NBA league pass significantly for people around the globe. Uh, formerly was like somewhere in the region around 360 to 80 Australian dollars uh, previously annually. Now it's down to 155. Uh, you can also get like 200 bucks for or 205 for two people or two devices. Yeah. Essentially yeah. can be si- str- uh, simultaneously streaming. So, you know, if you and your mate want you know, got someone partner up, share the account. Happy days! You got it for a hundred, you know, just over a hundred bucks, which is amazing. So we'll be definitely watching plenty of NBA. Uh, what's a little few preseason games, but you know, preseason means absolutely jack all. Doma, just uh, good to see them out there running around. We have already seen. Uh, I think uh, Suggs may have uh, had a bit of an injury scare. Oh really? So. I saw Bagley yeah. got injured today. Yeah, I've uh, seen something. So, you know, it's already started. Uh, it's what happens, you know, as the season rolls around, the, the injuries start to come in. But on a more positive note, Doma, you know, F1, Max Verstappen sewed up the title over the weekend, uh, locked it in, back-to-back world champ. He's done it, mate. It, uh, very, very... Uh, Fair, like fair few drivers, sorry, have been able to to do that. So, massive achievement by him on that front. Uh, we'll get to a bit of a review of that race, which was an absolute stinker, uh, very very soon. Uh, but we will start with the NBA source where you that you touched on and uh, straight into it. I've got this on for a reason. Source the Jazz, the Jazz tees on for for a reason. Because the Victor Cup, Victor Wanbanyama, everyone's talking about him. And the team that's going to get him is Utah because they absolutely suck. They got no one. Do I want him to go to Utah? No, I do not. But it's looking very likely that they are going to put their hat in the rink as the number one contender for the Victor Cup. He looks unreal, this this kid, Sauce. Uh, I want you to give your basketball analysis of this guy. He's uh he's a bit of a hybrid. He's a bit of a makeup of a couple current players that are in the league, and hopefully he can come in and stay healthy, and we can get the full potential of VW. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't even know how to pronounce his uh, surname correctly, so I'll have to. Juan Banyama. There we go. Dom has got it on. Mr. Victor. Um, playing in the G League. Oh, VW, mate. V-Dub. Um, I'm telling you what. He will be having a lot of Ws in his, in his career if he can stay healthy. Uh, he looks like an amazing talent. Um, you know, all these things do come down to how he manages his body. Like He, he will have to put on a bit more size for the NBA. Um, but he does look a pretty healthy size. Like, I mean, I feel like he's, um, you know, seven foot four and I feel like he's, um, you know, more filled out than like a uh, Chet Holgram, more filled out than like a bowl bowl who, you know, these similar types that, you know, people, people, I feel like Victor Wambanyama is literally what people want, wanted bowl bowl to be. Now, bowl bowl can yes. still develop into that. 
Um, but for him to be doing this stuff in the G League already, it just it's it's like you know, Bobo could get to that point and and still potentially you know have those sort of highlights. Um, but I feel like you know already doing this stuff when you're 19 against men in the G League. Um, it bodes well for your future in, in sort of when you're coming in. And it's not like he's, you know, just it's it's amazing because he's doing those sort of dribble moves behind the back uh, crossovers and, you know, that's all great. Shooting the threes, that's all great. But, you know, he, he's pretty good on defense as well and he protects the rim and blocks shots really well. And, you know, I think he'll have a bit of issue, you know, with foul troubles when he first enters the league, I think, you know, because he'll probably be a bit undersized. But as, that, as he builds up that strength, which – you know, over over two, three, four years in the system, he's going to be an absolute monster, an absolute monster. Right. Albeit he does stay, stay stay healthy. I think he's literally, a, you know, he's, and, you know, I don't like saying, you know, the next coming of this person, but I feel like it's, it's, it's because they're their own sort of guy. And I, I feel like that he will be his own sort of guy. Like people will, be looking for the next Victor Wembanyama by the time his career's, you know, finished. They'll, they'll be going, oh, this guy's the next Victor Wembanyama. Albeit, he can stay healthy. He's he's an amazing talent. He looks phenomenal. Um, I mean, there's no guarantee he's going to go to the Jazz. They're just going to stink it up that bad so they get the most tickets in the lottery system and then hope that they obviously get picked out number one. Uh, there's still no guarantee that they get the number one pick. Just don't forget that, ladies and gentlemen. So... um. Yeah, it will be interesting to see how this plays out. But, um, yes. I mean, people say that there's not going to be basketballers or players come, you know, better than this guy. This guy, sorry. It's the evolution of, of, of human beings. I mean, there's going to be people that come that are just as good, if not better. Um, and he could be one of them. He, he really could. He's, he, I, I just, I've watched the highlights, man. I've just watched his highlights. It's just amazing. I can't. I cannot believe a guy at seven foot four how clean his dribbling is, um, you know, and like he's got pretty good basketball knowledge, but the way, yeah, the way he beats guys off the dribble, um, if he gets if he gets strong inside and is able to to do that sort of action, that's it's going to be dangerous. Um, let's hope he can build a back to the basket game. I'm I'm not too sure how how well how well adverse he is with that, but it's definitely something you should have in your arsenal as a seven foot four guy. Um, and with the NBA, when they get so many switches, but I guess if he's that good of a jump shooter and, you know, mid, maybe mid range sniper, why do you need to, if they switch out and he can just turn around and shoot over the top of you at seven foot four. It's true. Very true. I reckon he's got a lot of talent source. Um, like I said, sizing is probably his only issue. At the moment, his dribbling is unbelievable. His scoring is unbelievable. So he's doing it against men, which is always a positive sign. A bit like Luca the Don did in EuroLeague. So, yeah. Um, I'm just the Victor sweepstakes. Uh, Richard Jefferson reckons that if LeBron was coming out at the same time as this guy, he'd go number two. That's what he reckons. I reckon he's got no idea. But anyway, besides the point, I reckon this guy's going to be very, very, very good. Um, Interesting take. I mean, can be, when... if he can stay healthy, Sauce, because he's skinny. Yeah. All right. That's that's the only proviso I'm putting on it. He's got to stay healthy because he's got the ability. So, he's got see, the raw talent is job. there. You know, he's, he's really there. It's also, it's also where you land. 
I, I, personally, I hope the Spurs tank and he goes there, personally. I don't want him in Utah, but more than likely, that's where he's going to go. Yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting one. It is a uh, watch this space. Makes, makes an interesting watch for, obviously, his cards and, and that with Utah being a bit of a soft market in, in regards to, to cards. We have seen that before. So, um, I mean, yeah. All right. Definitely. It's if he, if, if he does go there, Dom, if he does go there. That's exactly right. Uh, the next one, source in the NBA space. I'm not worried about preseason scores. I'm worried about the, I don't know, the uh, Mike Tyson left, straight left that Draymond Green gave Jordan Poole. And uh, I want your take on this. Uh, <laughs> he just came in straight up. You can't be a guy that talks that much shit in this league source to then talk shit to a guy that arcs up to you for you to go up to him into his face and him to push you and then you just retaliate and punch him square in the face. People said, oh, I shouldn't have pushed him. You don't get up in someone's personal space like that. Look, Looking aggressively. Yeah, he did. Looking for a fight. He went straight into him like barking at him what aggressive like that's not polite you know he's not going to push him for no reason he obviously felt threatened so he pushed him to back him off and then he just lunged and hit him he could have at least extend it it could have at least extended the courtesy of saying come on let's go let's 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 punch on but he he didn't even put the hands up he just got pushed and said something back and then lunged with the lunged with the hook Came with a Superman punch, and then they had to be broken up. Um, people saying, you know, the, the issue is like, how did the footage get leaked? I mean, it's what happens, man. Everyone, everyone, you know, is in it for a bit of a, a payday. Um, and you know, I'm not surprised the footage got leaked. Did it maybe get leaked out by uh, the Warriors themselves because they, they, you know, they don't want to give Draymond that 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 big deal, and maybe they this is their their way to say, well, you you effed up. So if you want to stay at this team, you got to take a pay cut, and they got to give more money to obviously you know other guys and and got younger guys that are coming up that are going to be the future of the franchise. You know you, you've you've had your time. I don't know if, if that's the way that they're playing at the the organization, um, but it doesn't look good. It didn't look good for Draymond. Uh, you know, obviously had to come out and apologize, and to, you know, in the media and, and apologize to, to Jordan Poole. And, and I feel like, and I did read a, a rumor that, you know, he's, uh, hasn't accepted the apology, um, whether that's true or not. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I guess if you, if you trash talking someone, I don't know, we don't know what's said as well. Right. But at the same time, it sort of, it, it didn't look good. The footage didn't look good on Draymond. I'm just, I'm just no, no suspension, no suspension source and undisclosed, uh, a fine with an undisclosed amount is what he copped. So, you know, he's trying to keep it in-house. in-house. Oh, I did see one good thing, you know, that came out of this. One good thing. Because, you know, when there's always someone that's disgruntled, there's always a story and the Lakers are in it. And it was the Lakers looking to trade for Draymond Green from basketball forever. And I started pissing myself. I said, that's exactly what Source needs. Another Finnish washed-up guy that can't shoot the basketball on his team. <laughs> nah, that's that's mate, those basketball forevers. They just yeah, they have no idea what they're talking about. That fucking it's page. funny as, it's funny as. So 
anyway, we'll see what happens there. If he does stay or he does go, I don't know. Source, he's he's a guy that everyone has said, um, Draymond Green. That is that if he goes to another franchise, he won't be the the player that he is at Golden State. He's just not yeah. good enough. He, to do it he, 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 he can't he, be he, the man. He needs a system. Well, clearly, he can't be the man. That's you know he he can you be know it's a, a solid you know, role player, and I mean that's what he is now. He's a solid role player that you know defends hard, and he's a leader on defense, and is key at communicating. Obviously, uses uses his voice a lot on the court, which is you know definitely needed uh, if you've ever played a high level basketball. There's, there's a lot of chat, a lot a lot of talk out on there, and um, he'd be great at he'd be great at um, the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I, with shooters. I don't know. Good shooters. Yeah, with shooters. But don't forget, they picked Trae up DeJounte Murray too. Don't forget that. Yeah, I, I don't know. The team's good. I don't think they're going to trade him. I don't think they're going to trade him. Nah. Bit, but I'm just saying, yeah, rumours that he's going to go. No. Yeah. Anyway, he's staying there. We'll see what happens. He'd probably just... Oh, now, hey, it's the closest thing we ever got to see... To Michael Jordan punching his own teammate in the face, source. So, yeah, fair point. Just pretend that was Jordan punching Steve Kerr, and that's it. You get footage. There was no footage back then, so finally get to see it in modern day basketball. All right, let's move on to the EPL. Uh, let's review the scores of the round. Uh, if I had them up, which I don't, and there is, uh, of course, one happy person that is. Ah, uh, uh, said no. Arsenal, Arsenal, top of the table, top of the table. He's all over it at the moment. Let me just, where are we? All right. We had Nottingham Forest, Villa 1-1. We had Man United defeating Everton 2-1. Did you watch the game, Dommer? Is the Pope Catholic source? Of course I watched the game. Of course. You know why? Because I saw him kicking 700th goal. There it is, baby. 700 goals for the greatest player of all time. Um, It was good to see him come on in the 29th minute. I didn't like seeing Martial go off injured again, hurt. Obviously, I don't like that. I wanted to try and get some continuity. He was playing but, some good football as well. So Yeah, and then he's he's hurt again. But Ronaldo came on, twenty eighth minute. What do you know? He's got extra he's got more game times uh, to make an impact on the on the pitch and he did. Scored the, the goal that we needed, to be honest, after a banger from Iwobi. It was a Mickey goal, and of course, um I think Anthony scored again. I'm pretty sure it was Anthony. Pretty sure it was Anthony scored again. So yeah, good win by us away at Everton. Uh, then we had Arsenal defeating Liverpool 3-2. Sources up and about on that one. Come uh, on. Solid okay. win. Cracking solid down. win by your boys. Uh, can't fault them. They're playing great uh, football. Martinelli scored in the first minute. Yeah, first minute solid. of the game. Way, be, great way to start. And Liverpool fought back well to their, to their credit. Um, you know... Yeah, they're they're finding their feet a little bit. Uh, I think they're obviously still worried, you know, at the back. They're giving up a lot of goals. Uh, uh, and uh, you know, if they're conceding the way that they are conceding, um, 
I think they, you know, they're going to find it difficult this season. You know, their defense isn't as good as it was, I feel. Um, but we're playing good football. It's, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I felt confident. It was different. It felt different. You know, like at times when we would go into those games, it was sort of like you were sort of, yeah, would fight against Liverpool, but we just knew that, you know, they just outclassed us in the end. And I felt like we had that edge on Liverpool um, in that game. And um, I felt like that we had the, the better class on the pitch and we're definitely playing a high brand of football at the moment. And I mean, um, Bayako Saka, like just, ladies and gentlemen, uh, people were stressing out about him. Obviously, he's big miss in the, in the Euros penalty. He steps up, nails the pen. Um, he's, you know, he's, he's getting on the score sheet, you know, two two weeks in a row. He's looking lethal. Uh, there was times at the start of the season where he was looking to, uh, you know, take it too much uh, on the inside um, onto his left foot. But he's balanced that out very nicely, and 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 um, you know he takes it on the outside as well, and then can put that cross in on the outside on his right foot. Uh, got a bit of trickery, and he's just raw power, and his ability to not get you know ride tackles really well when he, when he gets sort of bumped on the ball, he rides that tackle, and then is able to skip away with the ball and and break the lines with his running and, and striding and lengthening out with that beautiful beautiful left foot that he's got. So. Um, Oh, man. I, I can't I can't speak highly enough of the turnaround and just also the ability to have actual guys that come off the bench and have quality and and you know um you know we had Tommy Yasu played there he played Tommy Yasu on the left side he's usually the right back played him on the left back position up against Salah and uh just let me just tell you um you know he had him in his pocket uh, Salah didn't do much. He had a couple of moments, but you know, other than that, Tommy Yasu blanketed him very well. So um, I think that was a big part. You know, went towards us winning the game, and it was a great match. And Liverpool played very well, but Arsenal had better class on the day. That's it, mate. Anthony, welcome. Uh, we are well. Hope you are also. Uh, then we have Palace defeating Leeds two-one. West Ham beating Fulham. Uh, 3-1, Tottenham defeating Brighton 1-0, Bournemouth defeating Leicester 2-1, Chelsea 3-0 winners over Wolves, City 4-0 winners over Southampton. Of course, Harlan scored in this one, uh, and Newcastle defeated Brentford in a whitewashing 5-1. They slapped them. Uh, upcoming games this week, Source, Brentford, Brighton, Leicester, Palace, Fulham, Bournemouth, Wolves, Nottingham, Tottenham, Everton, Aston Villa, Chelsea, Leeds, Arsenal, Man United, against the red-hot Newcastle United. So it's going to be great. Uh, Southampton, West Ham, West Ham. And the game to get up and watch source is Liverpool versus Manchester City. That's the game this week. When's that? What time's uh, that? 2.30 a.m. Shit-house time. Monday morning. Monday, Monday morning. That's gross. Oh, jeez. We're playing it. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. There's going to be goals in that game. Goals. Yeah, and they're all going to be scored by one man. So, is it at City's well, home? Uh, yeah, it was. Well, two men to be honest, because Phil Foden's absolutely dominating at the moment. Uh, let's get to the Champions League games this morning. Source: Copenhagen against Man City, uh, nil all. Uh, 
I caught that. I watched. I watched the first half. I was explaining to you before. Though. I was watching the first half, and um, I thought Harlan was going to start. He didn't. He didn't start. He didn't start. They didn't really need to win. If they won the game, nah. they, you know, sewed up the the group. But they're now on ten points. They've pretty much sewed up the top spot in their group. Um, yeah. But you know, got a red card in the twentieth minute or something around that. They did also miss a penalty to go also go up one nil. Uh, Riyad Mahrez missed a penalty. Um, so, you know, they probably still could have won the game even at, at, at with 10 men. Um, but, you know, they ended up getting the draw. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they did what they needed to do. Um, it was it was a pretty silly penalty, let's be honest. Like, the guy was the guy was going to be in on goal, but come on, you're Manchester City, you know, like, they get a goal, Copenhagen, you always back yourself to come back and get it back to 1-1. You know, it would have been early on, you know, 20, 20 minutes into the game, still plenty of time to come back. Um, so, yeah. Pretty, pretty stupid to drag the guy down the way he did. Deserved the red, in my opinion. Definitely deserved the red. So not, a, not it was a call back on VAR and ended up getting a red card. So they stopped the game and they said, go have a look at it. And he did end up getting red. Uh, but nil all. Nil all in the end. Very nice. Uh, DeVille, welcome, Lukey. Thanks for joining in. Uh, well, the big upset was Maccabi Haifa defeating Juventus 2-0. Uh, massive win. I think for that football I think, club. I think Doma that puts him in a uh, a bad spot, a very bad spot for their group. I believe. Well, they're struggling. They're eighth in Serie A. They've been losing. Um, they're not doing too well. Hang on, let me tell you that that puts them in three find. at three points in the group. You've got PSG and Benfica on they're, eight they're, points. They're cooked here. Um, and cool. then there's two games to go, so there's still two games to go. So nah, they have, they're to, cool. they have to win their remaining two games. But I think they're gonna know. have to play PSG. And if they have to play PSG, that's they're in big trouble. It's gonna be a dis- disappointing season. Uh, could be another disappointing season for Juventus. Obviously, hundred uh, percent. Next, we had Fika Chelsea defeat. PSG. They got a first uh, had... and PSG. Yeah, no, so they're gonna, they're gonna be in big trouble. Big trouble. Uh, Chelsea defeated AC Milan 2-0. Uh, Leipzig defeated Celtic 2-0. Dinamo Zagreb and Salzburg 1-1 draw. Dortmund Sevilla 1-1 draw. Shakhtar Real Madrid 1-1 draw. And PSG Benfica 1-1 draw. Saucy, tomorrow morning's games, we have Atletico Madrid versus Club Brugge. Napoli versus Ajax. Leverkusen Porto. Pizan, Bayern, Rangers, Liverpool, Sporting, Marseille, Tottenham, Frankfurt, and the game to watch because their Champions League is on the line. Barcelona versus Internazionale di Milano. That is the game to tune in and watch. It is at the Camp Nou, the new camp, however you want to say it. Um, Must win game source. Must win game. They need to beat Inter. They're both on equal goal difference. Equal goal difference, just Inter Milan is one game ahead of them. So if they beat them, the goal difference will put them in second position in their group. So massive, massive game. That is a 6 a.m. game source. Group, so I will, I'll group get up D is also that, juicy as well. Group D is also juicy with uh, Tottenham in it. you got Tottenham, Sporting, 
Frankfurt and Marseille. Uh, they're all, you know, everyone is still in it in that group. Sporting's on top with six points, but then you got Tottenham and Frankfurt on four and Marseille on three. So Marseille are up against Ooh, Sporting. If they can beat Sporting, you know, that group blows it wide open. Um, so there, there's open. a lot. There's a lot to play out in a few groups across the Champions League. Make sure you tune in. Big game tomorrow. Definitely Barcelona versus Inter Milan is the game to watch. But um, it's yeah. a big game. Big games. That's what we like. Big games. And, Europa and, League. Yes. Oh, Europa League. Yeah, big games in Europa oh, League. Yeah, big, big games. <laughs> no, I was just gonna. I was just gonna uh, go through the results. We had Arsenal defeating Bottle Glimt three nil. Roma losing to Betis two one. Uh, let's just get to the main ones. Fucking United defeated. Ammonia 3-2, and that's pretty much it. That's the only reason we're here for Arsenal and United. We don't need to go through the rest of it. Uh, Europa League, uh, this week, we have Bottle Glimt versus Arsenal once again. Uh, Man United versus Ammonia once again. So stay tuned for that. All right, Sauce, we're not done yet with uh, <laughs> with the soccer. Because we're now good man Fabrizio puts out a story. It has to be read because the GM 2.0 is not happy with his current situation at PSG and he wants to leave as soon as possible if things don't change. Uh, as reported by the uh, French and Spanish media today, Paris Saint-Germain have no intention to let Mbappe leave in January, January and they feel he's just putting pressure on the club Killian's not happy with the current situation after signing a new contract with Paris just five months ago. There are many points to discuss internally as PSG are very close, clear on their position, no intention to sell Mbappe in January. How do you see the Mbappe situation? Saucy, over to you. Um, I mean... What can, what the what the hell does he have to be upset about? You own the club. You do whatever the fuck you want. You literally tell everyone to piss off and you take all the penalties. You do it, but you you don't pass it to guys who are in better positions than you because you take shots on goal when you you know you're all right. You're you're a couple goals up, but you want to you know bag more statistics, and no one could say anything to you. You are the GM. What more do you want, man? What more do you want? I, I don't understand. Like. I'm actually, I know I said I wanted him to go to Madrid, but I'm so happy he didn't go to Madrid. He wouldn't be he able to do this at Madrid. No, nah, they would have got rid of him straight away. They would have just got, yeah, literally got rid of him. Oh, it's just, it's no words when stuff like this comes out. Anthony reckons he won't go anywhere. He'll focus on the World Cup first. Well, he better focus on the World Cup because uh, France absolutely stink at the moment. So they better France are some... not winning the World Cup, mate. I've, I don't. I think there's two. It's not going to come together. It, it's just not. Can't see it happening. This guy, how funny is this? From my perspective, the guy thinks to have invented football when, in fact, he's only the greatest sprinter in a turtle race. <laughs> At the moment, the, the funny thing is because, like, we've got Ronaldo and Messi source, all right? And they're established and they've achieved everything that they've achieved in their career to this point so far. There's still possibility for these guys to achieve even more in their, in their careers, statistically. Uh, but the two guys, the young and up-and-comers, um, Mbappe being the Ronaldo, in my opinion, older, more experienced, um, 
and Haaland being like the Messi, be younger than um, Mbappe, and all the focus was on these two up-and-coming players, uh, especially in the hobby, you know, like crazy. So these are the two guys that uh, got a lot more eyes on world football. And at the moment, because we pin them up against each other, source. we do, we do. We pin them up against each other and Mbappe was the clear cut. He's better of the two. And I get that. If we look at accolades, then I have to turn around and say, you know, Mbappe is the better of the two. You know, he's got a World Cup. So you can't fault him on that. But if I had to talk right here, right now, who the better player is out of the two of them on this planet, it is Erlen Haaland by an absolute mile. An absolute mile. It's it's not even close how much better he is than this guy. It's not even close. I know that sounds ridiculous. He's playing in the hardest league in the world, Source, and he's kicking goals for fun. This guy plays in a farmer's league, and I expect him to dominate every week. And he plays with Lionel Messi and, and Neymar and Hakimi. You know, like, I don't think... And all I've got out of him, him is complaining. He's had some stinkers, Source, Mbappe so far this year. He's had some stinkers. He's had some great games too, but he's had some absolute stinkers. So uh, that's just my opinion at this point in time. Anthony, if you're listening, weigh in. Source, you can weigh in. You can tell him I'm a freaking nutcase. Well, I, what I just, did they, 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 they drew to Reims on the weekend, I think. Nil all. Yeah. Yeah. Scoreless, scoreless nil all. They drew this morning. I don't know how that can be happening. I don't know how that can be happening. Um, I know the I know it doesn't matter this morning's game because they pretty much wrapped it up in the Champions League. But that personally, I just think Haaland is I don't know because all the attention's on him. I don't know, but me that that's my personal opinion. You can think I'm an absolute nutter, but better player at the moment. Yeah. Oh, look. I mean, he's still an amazing talent. So, look, let's hope, let's hope uh, he can get the right people around him, giving him advice, and um, he can take his game to another level because he's got that in his in his tool bag. And I mean, we want to see it for the World Cup because we want to see the best version of Mister Mbappe at the World Cup. Is it is it crazy to say, source of like putting this out there? For Haaland now, this is more Haaland talk than anything, but it's hard for him to accomplish a lot of of those international feats because his country obviously isn't good enough to be involved in these tournaments. But let's say he breaks the record for goals in the Premier League this season and he wins the Champions League. Does Haaland get a Ballon d'Or? Yeah, maybe, potentially. Because uh, honestly, that's the only way. Well, yes, oh, he can win the FA Cup and stuff like that as well. That's that's a possibility for him. But I don't know. That that's I'll just point it out there. That's the only way, like the criteria for him to win it. Technically, he he can't win international titles. So for his country, uh, I I just think that's the way we have got to think about it. If he's dominating, well, in saying that, <laughs> Lewandowski got robbed of one. Because of COVID, that's what that's what cost him a Ballon d'Or. What a disgrace! Just give him the yeah, it's award. Pretty it's pretty bad. So, anyway, Maddie Cams, what's up? Welcome in. Uh, let's move on, Source. Let's get into the F ones. Uh, 
I'm not even going to go through the race. Max Verstappen won it. That's all you need to know. He is the 2022 world champion. We still got four races left. They mean absolutely nothing. It's just stat padding for Max Verstappen if he wins. It just goes to more win totals for him, and he can just stat pad. So congratulations to him. Uh, great drive in tough conditions in what was a stinker of a race. Uh, they were only out there for 40 minutes. Um it was shocking. It just rained and rained and rained. There was a lot of controversy in this one. Uh, obviously, Carlos Sainz's crash, uh, hydraulic issue on Alex Albon, and then they put a tractor out on the track without red flagging the session before Pierre Gasly went past it. And um, shades of 2014 when Jules Bianchi went into the track, like he died on track because of something very, very similar. So not great. It was a shambles. It was a shambles. It was a shambles. The drivers were disgusted at the fact that they went out there anyway and did three laps. Like, yeah, it's pretty bad. We're watching it live. Um, It was a great time for us. The best time we've had all, all F1 season next to obviously the uh, Australian Grand Prix. So outside of that one, the best time for us, 4 p.m. on a Sunday, sit in front of the computer for an hour and 40 minutes to do a live stream. Thank you to everyone that tuned in because you've made it worthwhile. But an hour and 40 minutes of no racing. It was just watching the rain come down. We're watching Bathurst in the end. Bathurst, MPL, we had everything on. So it was unfortunate. It is what it is, but Max Verstappen gets the win. No race this week, race the following week. So I'll cover that on the pod with Saucy uh, next week. Anything to add to it, big fella? Japanese nah. Grand Prix? Nah. nah. Congrats, good. Max Verstappen. And um, yeah, too good, mate. Too good. Back Way to the drawing good. board, Ferrari. All right. Yeah, Ferrari. Freaking, they stink. Let's get to the NFL source because we had some uh, interesting results last week. That's for sure. Um, we'll start with Kansas City versus the Las Vegas Raiders. They won that one 30-29 in what was as big a choke job as uh, Brett the Hitman Hart. Uh, well, screw job, sorry. As Brett the Hitman Hart cop from uh, HBK, Shawn Michaels. It was just, they screwed yeah. that up royally. They did. Doesn't they get did. worse than that. It so, was, it was and, pretty uh, funny. Devontae Adams, See, mate, with the with the pushing and oh man, cl- and then cleaned the up end, someone and, and they running ran into each other. It, it was just comical. Down like once they you know they got up seventeen nil and they were feeling good about themselves and you know the body language on Derek Carr was you know uh, you know bright and and he was up and about. And then uh, it all fell to pieces. That Kansas City machine started to get going in that second half. Uh, that combo between Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes is just lethal down in the red zone. Uh, four TDs for Travis Kelsey. And, um, you know, Derek Carr and and his team couldn't piece it together there at the end. Um, I feel like they also made a bit of a mistake by, um, you know, they, sh- they should have just kicked it kicked the field goal in one occasion and they went for it and, um, you know, that cost them. So, um, you know, some, some bad coaching maneuvers as well as some bad play towards the end. And then in that second half that allowed, you know, Kansas city back into the game and, um, yeah, ended up winning it. Um, so yeah, look, 
good for Patrick Mahomes and, and Kansas City Chiefs that, you know, fighting back for a win like that. I mean, it looks good, you know, for them going forward. Uh, and, you know, everyone who said, oh, they're going to struggle you know, without Tyreek Hill. Uh, the, the, man, look, they got Juju. He's coming out. He's making big plays. You know, it's funny. You know, he, he, Juju Smith looks really good when he's got a good quarterback who, who knows how to deliver the ball and, um, you know, is, is a bit better than, you know, uh, although Ben, big Ben Roethlisberger was a gun. I mean, he was right at the end of his career. And, um, you know, when you've got a guy who's a bit more mobile and, and can make a bit, bit you know, different plays and and, and harder throws, um, it makes those wide receivers, you know, look better um, and helps them out as well. So uh, there was a good connection there, Juju, and, and then Hardman as well, uh, really good connection. So, um, yeah, good win for the Chiefs. Definitely. Uh, then we had Baltimore defeating Cincy 19-17. to Philadelphia Eagles defeating the Cardinals 20 to 17. Cardinals missed a, a field field goal to take it to OT. Uh it wasn't great. Dallas defeated the Rams 22 to 10. Cooper Rush, keep him in. Keep him in. Keep him in. The ball's keep rolling. Keep him in. The ball's rolling. You gotta keep him in there. You don't that's change a, that's a, a good win on source. the road. On the road as yeah. well. Massive win. Bang. That's so fire. His cards must be going bananas. I would, I would be interested to have a look. Uh, let me, let me, let me, let me get a card ladder. Up. Crazy. I'll, have a, I'll, I'll have a look. It's some I'll keep rush. rolling. Keep uh, rolling. San, San Francisco defeated the Panthers thirty-seven to fifteen. Buffalo defeated Pittsburgh thirty-eight to three. Uh, Chargers defeated the Browns thirty to twenty-eight. Texans defeated the Jags thirteen to six. Vikings defeated the Bears twenty-nine to twenty-two. The England, uh, New England Patriots shut out the Detroit Lions, twenty-nine nothing. New Orleans thirty-nine to thirty-two. The Seahawks, unfortunate for Matty Cams. Uh, the Dolphins lost forty to seventeen against the Jets in what was an absolutely disgraceful display by Miami. Uh, the Bucks defeated the Falcons twenty-one fifteen. Commanders lost to the Titans twenty-one seventeen. Giants defeated the Packers at Lambeau. Source 27-22, and the Colts defeated the Broncos 12-9 in what was one of the worst football was games. was at Lambeau. was in London. Sorry, I have to correct you on that. Oh, was it? Oh, was it in London? Sorry. It was in I, London. It was I watched in- that game, and they shouldn't have... They, they, they choked. Packers, they you know, Yeah, that's okay. But then the worst football game of... For a very long time, Source, the Colts versus the Broncos. But you got the win, and you got to take it. Uh, you defeat him twelve to nine. So how's that Cooper Rush? How's Cooper Rush looking here? You uh, I'm just. I was trying to find. I mean, he doesn't got. I've tried to type in his contenders auto. Um, I can't find anything. I think you know he was just in. See, I even type uh, prism. Oh, here we go. Uh, we've got his uh, field level PSA nine two thousand seventeen select. It's number to five. Uh, went for five hundred bucks. Um, people, people selling a a base rookie silver for twenty bucks. That's pretty. That's pretty good if you ask me. Uh, so out of select, um, I'm just trying to find a few cards. There's a uh, Cooper Rush number to nineteen field prism. Went for one hundred twenty bucks. All right. Yeah, I mean, his cards are moving. Silver Prism, um, Select Silver Prism. It's just a break, break Prism out of 2017 Select, uh, $36. 
I was trying to find his contenders optic auto, but I don't mean, maybe maybe never had an auto in the product. Who knows? There you go. Um, but yeah, his cards are moving. They are moving off the shelf. So you know, if you' not a big Cooper Rush fan and you've got them sitting in the pile, maybe busting some packs back from back then. Who knows? Get them up on eBay. Who knows? Another interesting, another interesting thing. Source. I don't know if you saw just um, the Bills inquiring about Christian McCaffrey. I don't know if you saw that. So I mean, that, that would be an amazing pickup for them. I mean, amazing weapon for Josh Allen. It'd be massive. Absolutely be massive. Pickup. All right, let's get to this week's games. We've got Commanders against Bears, Falcons, 49ers, Browns, Patriots, Packers, Jets, Colts, Jags, Dolphins, Vikings. We're in trouble this week because we've got Kirk Cousins not on a Monday night game. Uh, Bengals, Saints, Giants, Ravens, Steelers, Bucks, Rams, Panthers, Seahawks, Cardinals, Chiefs, Bills, Source, Chiefs, Bills, uh, massive game. Eagles, Cowboys, another big game. And then the Chargers versus the Broncos uh, to wrap that one up. That's round six. Saucy. All right, let's move on to the AFL. And we've had some big things happen. This week, well, since last Wednesday. So we'll start here. Freo get Luke Jackson, pick 44 and pick 67. Uh, and they've given pick 13 and a first, a future first and future second to the D's. Um, James Harms commented he's quite sad on that one. That's unfortunate. Uh, Isaac Rankine. Finally done and dusted. He's gone over to the Crows. There you go. Gold Coast get pick five. I'll skip that one there. Gunston over to the Lions. The Hawks pick up some picks. Grundy over to the D's for pick 27. To the Pies. Your thoughts on this one, Sauce? The midfield stacks up next year as Grundy, Gorn, Petrarca, Oliver, Viney, Brayshaw. I don't think it gets much better than that. I reckon they're going to use Grundy as a bit of like an a, a big-bodied midfielder. He like he could go in there as you, reckon, you, you, you play reckon Gorn the, in the ruck. You reckon you play Grundy on the ball with Oliver and Petrarca. Yes. Imagine that. Fuck, that's an interesting way of looking at it. Play a Ruckman in in the center clearance with a Ruckman. Yeah. Put Gorn in the Ruck and put Grundy, Grundy as an on-baller. And then you and then you got that situation what the Geelong Cats did well, which was one of them rotated out and then floated back and then was able to be that intercept marker back and then pick off those marks. And then you're able to rotate the, those two guys to play that sort of position and it gives you another avenue or another defensive setup that you can use throughout a game. So I reckon it makes for an interesting mi- mix up. Bad. And I mean, they, they did lose Luke Jackson, so they did need some, another tool to come in. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how that pans out. I mean, look, I feel that Brody Grundy, maybe look, I hope he does well and we'll see how it turns out for him at, at the D's. But I feel like it had a bit of a, 
you know, the old uh, contract year, you go out there, have it, you know, put in your best preseason you've ever put in, you know, it's your contract yes. year. Dominate. Julius Randall get in the NBA. Julius Randall. We've seen it numerous times with other, other Grundy. players as well. I think he that could be could fall in that category. Now, look, I can't say it it, it 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 will because you know obviously had a lot of injuries last year and you know that there's that aspect to it. But he's got to come out at the D's and not just he can't be battling for a spot like he's got to be in the team every week, you know. And and hundred yeah, hundred percent, completely agree with you. Yeah, he definitely has to. Uh, next one up, we had Jack Bowles. And pick seven to the Cats. So the Cats have somehow got pick seven from the Suns for a third round pick. Apparently, it was it's a burden for them to have Jack Bauer. So I don't know what that means. It could be a loose unit. Who knows? Saucy. Uh, Tigers bolster their midfield again with uh, Jacob Hopper to go with Tim Taranto. So great pick up there. Who else did we have confirmed? Aaron Francis over to the Swans for pick 37 and a future fourth round. So you lose Aaron Francis, Saucy. Not too bad. It's not. Uh, I, I don't really think. Matter. Look, I'll be honest with you. I think it's. um. Yeah. It's, you it's picked up this you. guy anyway, Sam Wiedemann, who I reckon is actually a great player. Yeah, I think that's a good pickup. I think it's. I think that's a good pickup. I'm not going to lie. So you traded um, that pick. For, from the Swans. To- well, we need it. We need another tool. We need another tool. We can't, you know, we we had Peter Wright up there by himself all season. You know, fought well. You know, won our Crichton Medal. You know, Player of the Season for for our James club. Stewart, mate. You have James Stewart. Jimmy boy. Stewart. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart is a dud. All right, I'll tell you right you now. Brought, he, well, he dominated he, against North, mate, when we played you. Oh, yeah. Against, there you go. You just said it there. Against North Melbourne, the worst team in the comp, mate. So, look, oh, that's exactly what I said. He would dominate this week. And then you know what happened next week when we played a bit better side? He copped an absolute bath. All right? Yeah, well, he copped an flat absolute track bath. Bully, yes, he literally is. Right? He's, he's, he's a very good – look, I think he's he has his role if he's on your list because, you, you know, you get injuries throughout a season and you need, you know, more – guys to you know fill in at times but he can't be in, an, in your number one side and, and be like your number two option up forward he's just he's just not that guy he's just not that guy fair enough uh d's also picked up josh uh josh shackey for a future fourth round from the dogs so there you go pick up yeah, there interesting, interesting one because he showed a lot of promise early on in his career shackey as to be like a, a key forward and then he sort of fallen off the hill and even he falling out of favor at, at the dogs. So maybe it can spark a, you know, re-spark his career. I don't know. Definitely Lockie Hunter over to the D's as well. Obviously looking so, for some outside run replacement. Uh, Jaden Hunt's gone. Lockie Hunter plays that similar sort of, you know, role on the outside. Dunkley finally got the deal done. He's going to the Lions. Uh, they get picked 21. Future first, second, and fourth, the dogs. Lucky Neil looks pretty happy with that one. Um well well finally Dunkley's left the dogs. He's been this going, was a, this was a good one for the dogs to pick up. They stole Rory Lobb from uh Fremantle. Pick thirty and future second round. Yeah, interesting. So pick up there. It is it is interesting with Norton up forward as well as Bruce. I don't know. 
Days could be uh, numbered for Josh Bruce, if you ask me, with this guy on your team. He's better than Josh Bruce, Rory Lobb, by an absolute mile. And if I hit refresh source, because I saw my uh, phone buzzing all over the place before, catch, receive, Ollie Henry, Pies get pick 25, and Tom Mitchell and Cooper Stevens goes over to the Hawks with pick 41 and 50. So Ollie Henry joins his brother at the Cattery. The Pies have got Tom Mitchell and pick 25. So to bolster their midfield, um, and the Hawks get Cooper Stevens and some picks. So your thoughts on this one, Sauce? This is hot off the press. Pies yeah, it, interesting. Tom I mean, cl- clearly, clearly Tom Mitchell didn't want to be at the club. Uh, I feel like this is Tom Mitchell, a power move by Tom Mitchell. What's he, like 27, 28, getting towards mm-hmm. the prime of his career? He's obviously won the Brownlow medal already. Um, and obviously the, the Hawks aren't going to be relevant anytime soon. They're clearly in a rebuilding stage. Uh, he probably then looks at the success that Collingwood had this season. It's like, well, Collingwood's probably more of a contending team. Do I have an opportunity to win a premiership at Collingwood at this point in time? Looking more than likely that Collingwood's going to do well next season after obviously the good season they had this year. So maybe seeing that as a bit of a, a move to maybe try, you know, get, get a, a premiership. Uh, under the belt, because at the end of the day, you know, if you're elite player, I mean, you're anyone in the AFL, you that should be your goal uh, to win a flag. So uh, I reckon, I mean, it's a good move for for Tom Mitchell. And you know, if the Hawks he didn't want to be there, you know, there's no point keeping those sort of players. We've seen it, it doesn't it doesn't work out well. Um, it never works out well. They end up always moving on. Um, so you better just move them on, get what you can for them. And I think it's a good pickup, Ollie Henry for. Uh, the Cats as well uh, gives them more depth. Uh, he showed, you know, there was a debate whether it should have been Ginevan or Henry in the team, um, you know, between Collingwood supporters. You know, obviously Ginevan's gotten the, you know, the, the nod now and, and, you know, he's not looking back. So Ollie Henry looking for new opportunities and um, maybe he's got some down there at the Cattery. Maybe they can turn him into a bit of a, a midfielder uh, that, you know, obviously Selwood retiring um, and, you know, maybe... He, he steps in there and he'll play a bit of that role. So, yeah, uh, good, I think good and moves like, for all teams. Yeah, and the lucky last one, uh, last deal done for the day was Jager O'Meara over to the Dockers and in return the Hawks get Lloyd Meek and a future second round. So O'Meara over to the Dockers. There you go. I don't know about the – I really don't know about – the Dockers source. They gained O'Meara, who's struggling. They showed nothing much uh, in the finals, and they lost to Rory Lobb. Oh, they got Josh Corbett as a forward, I guess. Yeah, I don't, some stuff. I don't know so. if they're going forward. I don't know if they're going forward. So, who knows? They may have over, overachieved a little bit this year, and they we could see a bit of a down year from, from the Docos next year. Maybe. Maybe. They also lost Griffin Logue and Darcy Tucker to North. So, they've lost a lot of players. And Blake Akers as, as well went to Carlton. So, a bit of an exodus there at the Dockers. All right, Sauce. UFC, over to you, mate. So UFC this weekend, fight night, Grasso versus Arajo. It's Alexa Grasso against Vivian Arajo 
in the women flyweight. That's the main event. It's the co-main event is Cub Swanson against Jonathan Martinez in the bantamweight. And that card kicks off, the main card kicks off from 10 a.m. this Sunday. Um, and the prelim card kicks off from 7 a.m. this Sunday. So tune in. Uh, fights will be free on ESPN. So if you've got yourself a Foxtel, KO subscription, maybe the realms of the internet, feel free to DM us. We can shoot you something that you can watch it on. And find, what, tune in. Watch the fights. Very um, nice. Yeah. Done and dusted. All right, let's get to it. Quick, Lam- quick, 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 because uh, yes. you know, we'll, next week we'll have a proper preview because that's a uh, big, big card. Big so one. definitely that's a pro- proper one. preview next week. Oh, I thought you said quick, you got something else. Sorry, apologies. No, no, no. I said, no, no. Oh, sorry. Sorry, great roll man. On, sorry. Roll, sorry. On. roll on. I will. I will. Um, Lamont of the week, Sauce. Do you want to set the scene? Because... I kind of expected it. You, you, you were annoyed pre-show talking about this guy, and he he plays for my football club. You were annoyed at the fact of the the poor excuses that were being thrown in the face of the North Melbourne uh, fans and the football club. So, wh- who were you annoyed with this week, and who's copping this lemon? Um, look. I, th- I just think it's really, really poor form. First and foremost, right, I've got a friend who's more of a passionate North Melbourne supporter than you, Dollar. More. A hundred times. No, a hundred times. A like, hundred times. You've met him. You've been to the footy. We, we attended the footy match with him as well. He's so passionate. He bleeds I'm, North Melbourne. He I'm goes nothing. to all North Melbourne Every functions. Game. He goes down to trainings. He's just, he's absolute North Melbourne nuffy. Right, he's not. He's not me because I bad Curtis Taylor to him, and he wanted to fucking throttle me. So <laughs> <laughs> that's Sorry. a true story. And yeah. he went to the middle night, and he went up to him, and he said, "Jason, Jason Horn Francis, are you going to leave North Melbourne?" And he looked at him, and he said, "Nah, mate." Shook his hand, and said, "Nah, mate, I'm staying. I'm staying at North Melbourne." To then come out few weeks later to put in a trade request to leave North Melbourne. So you've, you've literally, you've, you're not, you're lying straight to supporters faces, the people who pay the membership, the people who come to watch you play to put in some of those efforts that you put in this season on the field. Maybe after you may have not been taking a a few things seriously uh, throughout your week in preparation, if you know what I mean, uh, ladies and gentlemen, going into an AFL and playing professional sports, what you should or may not may or may not be doing uh, through the middle of the week. So, you know, it's a few questionable things uh, at yourself, Jason. You can't just, you know, throw the whole onus on the club. I feel like he, he is using, you know, the whole situation with Alistair Clarkson and a bit of a get-out clause, you know, the unstable instability at North Melbourne. Uh, obviously, the reason why they got Alistair Clarkson was because he was very experienced and prov- would have provided that stability. Uh, it's just unfortunate the way events have unfolded uh, in that. And I feel like you've just used it as a bit of a get-out clause and, and throwing the amount of shade, lying to supporters' faces, including uh, my friend, who is you know, the most passionate AFL supporter I've ever met, let alone North Melbourne supporter. just loves AFL. And... To do that and just take no onus on yourself that, let's be honest, mate, 
you didn't want to be at North Melbourne from the beginning, right? You had no intention of staying at North Melbourne. Uh, you just wanted to get into the system, whether you left this year or you've seen the, the year you had left on your contract and then requested a trade at the end of your contract. You were going to leave and go home to Adelaide. It was complete bullshit. There's literally no onus taken from yourself. So for that reason, uh, Mr. Jason Horn Francis, you Horn Francis, you sir are a Lemon. He's talked a lot of shit about your club this week, Dollar. Okay. I'm okay Cam Zerha's happy to see him go. He thinks it's I was a about, I was about to got. say. I'll tell you who I want on uh, the on my side of the football if I was matching up, and it's not Jason Hall Francis, the P heart that played with absolutely no aggression this year, literally, literally a P heart. I went and I know he checked out. He definitely had checked out because when I watched him play, like I watched him play twice, and I was just like, "What's he doing? Like he's struggling." Where you got the other guy, the goat, as I I like to call him, the LDU, putting in one hundred and twenty five percent. Every single game, even when we're getting belted. Anyway, besides the point, you can talk as much shit as he wants. Hopefully, he never wins a flag. The greatest thing that could ever happen as a North Melbourne supporter is North Melbourne under Clarko. Hopefully, all this stuff goes away and everything gets resolved. But North Melbourne wins a flag before Port Adelaide does. That would be the greatest thing, the biggest justice to this clown. And I'll just be, I'll be celebrating. I, I would actually be celebrating. But in the meantime, you've got to celebrate the small win source. And the small wins were, as you mentioned, Cam Zuha um, posted this in his Insta story uh, for Bulls Cooking. He said, discount code Hornet Gone at checkout for 10% off. Get in quick. Uh, so he's throwing some shade. There you go. There's the, the checkout. Uh, someone put in Hornet Gone. They got $2.50 off their tote bag source. The 10% code was uh, active and was working. So love that by him. And obviously this trade complete here by the North Melbourne official Instagram page was uh, commented on by Cam Zerha. And he said it was elite that the clown was gone. So pull him on. So Cam Zerha, for that, if we had an award that was opposite to the Le Mans, you'd you'd get that award. I don't know what's opposite. To a lemon that's sour, being orange that's sweet. So you, I don't know, you're the orange of the week. Uh, I don't know. I can't start making up stupid awards. So this one's as dumb as you can possibly imagine. Anyway, so I've so, <laughs> been blocked over it. So I've <laughs> been blocked a couple times. The uh, mon cards over there uh, with the wolves. If you know who I'm talking about, you get the reference. All right, sauce. Eden, welcome. Uh, let's get to it. Platinum Standard Grading is sponsoring, obviously, Hobby Talk.
Thank you to the crew at Platinum Standard Grading. All right, Sauce. Straight off the bat, Lucas signing cards. He's signing card source on card, not And there's video of him actually signing the card, so no one can say that it's his mum signing it. So I think that's... He's signing that's... it as Lulu. Lulu. You happy? That's the question. Are you happy? You need to be happy because you have been the biggest advocate for Panini trying to move away from this sticker dump and rorting the consumers. So you of all people should just be over the moon here. I'm going to bring the video up. I'm just getting it. Here yeah, it is. this is, I mean, this is what they should be doing. They should be there with a representative there getting him to sign the cards. There he is. He should be signing Luca the Don. I would, if I was him, I'd just be signing the Don. Oh, I love that. Look at this. Oh, have a look at that. Oh, the Don. Surely, um, there's a Kendrick Perkins in here going, look at the Don, signing for Penny. Hey, Penny look, that's good. They need to do more of that stuff. I think, you know, this. that's how it should be done. That's at a professional level. Getting the rep there, getting the cards needed to sign, saying, look, we need to book you for this amount of time, you know, whatever, and, and getting it done. Man. Getting it done. Um, so it's definitely it gets better. It's definitely yeah, it's, it's, it's massive. It, it, it's massive. Next one up. This is what you also like to see. Bang. SGC. More value for the hobby. Look, that's a great tagline. I like that source. No upcharges on cards post 2000. No additional charge to grade pack pulled autos. Five to ten business day turnaround order size one to nine cards, twenty four US ten to nineteen twenty two dollars, twenty to forty nine cards twenty dollars and fifty plus card subs are now eighteen USD per card. Good stuff. Give us your thoughts. You happy? Yeah, I mean it was going to happen motto tonight. You know, Source is happy. Yeah, in the hobby tonight. tonight. It's what we need to see. You know, look, the, the price has got out of hand, and that's why you know I stopped grading for a while. I was like, "Fuck paying those prices." Um, so it's good to see that all companies are bringing it down. I think that obviously is a ripple effect from PSA because they all need to be competitive with, uh, you know, with them. Um, if they're going to bring their prices down, it just doesn't make sense for the other companies to not adjust their prices. Um, and we've seen that across the board. And I've seen some other, you know, lower, other grading companies adjusting their prices. And um, it's the way it should be. Um, I like the fact that, you know, S- SGC don't, you know, have the upcharges, you know, until you get over 2 th- 2K, which is which is good. Um, you know, it's better than, than what sort of PSA has, even though I think the whole upcharge thing is, is, is pretty crazy. But, you know, it's good for the consumer and good that people can now get their cards graded for an affordable price and encapsulate them, protect them, preserve them, and, you know, um, keep them nice and crisp for their PC. CSG source, turnaround times have dropped yep. dramatically. Bulk, 20 days. Economy, 10 days. Standard, 7 days. And the Express on 3 days. I like it. I might have to give them a shot. I don't know if there's a bulk supper from down here. 
Pokemon. I wouldn't mind testing out a few cards. I've used it. We've used them for the CGC, the Pokemon cards. They came out pretty good. I like their their holders. Uh, nice. I like the fact they give the give the subgrades. I like the fact they give the subgrades. So it's always a bonus. Um, I don't know. I don't think they do that. I'm not, I don't think they do that on the um the other ones now. The sports ones. I think they only do that on the um. Yeah. Someone actually had a comment in there and said, "When are you going to bring back subgrades?" <laughs> Post them all yeah, turn around time. Yeah, I think so. I, I think they only do subgrades on um, TCG now. Yeah, and they do not do subgrades on sports. So I think they went down more that uh, PSA. I did. I do like the fact that they reconfigured their holder, and it is that black, not that ugly green. So um, yeah, they did a great job with the rebranding. A lot better than another company that rebranded and said that they didn't rebrand, but yet I seen the pop the pop vinyl grading source has the uh, new logo on it. So that just tells me that um, there's so much backlash at the national. That's why they retract retracted on their statement and said, Oh no, no, it's just not, it's not actually our new logo. Um, it's just the, uh, what's, what did they, what did they say it was? It was, um, Oh, I don't know. I think they claimed that they were like uh, testing or something like that. Yeah, sorry. That, yeah, a proto, a, like a prototype, whatever it was. They were just like, yeah, market testing that uh, that logo to see how it fared. Lies. That's what you were going with, mate, because you've changed your logo, as Source mentioned at the time, to that new logo. So, <laughs> so if you head on over there, you'll see everything on their page. Anyway, next one up. We haven't got too much on tonight. So next one up is... This bad boy here. Complete 200 card optic set, premium card stock. So what's this released last week? So it says, if you enjoyed 21, 22 optic basketball, you're going to love the premium box set. The beautiful set was printed to a limited run of 249. It includes 200 base cards all numbered to 249 in addition to the 200 card base set. Each premium box set includes one rated rookie auto to 10. And catch more details below. Number 10, highly popular Don Russ uh, Optic returns and delivers 200 case, uh, card base set. This is 150 base and 50 rated rookies. Um, and as they said, number 10. Here's what the cards look like. I reckon the cards look pretty good. Yeah, this is like another variation that they do on the on the Optic. Yeah. Jalen Green, Pre, the premium box Jordan set. Kuminga, I think Fred I think Barnes. they still look good. I, th- I think there's still good value in this this product. Might not be as. It's all numbered base. Uh, you buy it, you're guaranteed to get all the rookies all numbered. Yeah, which is pretty good. And then you try chances at a number to ten rookie. So product. even the base is numbered to two forty nine, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so everything like is it. numbered like in there. It. Pretty good. It's a bit like the PSG box source. So everything's numbered. Next one. Tops Project 22 is out. New releases. Uh, we've got Pedri by Doli, John Franco Zola by Whip, Dominic Sabozolai by Aikes Dub, uh, Jack Grealish by Neil S- uh, Stevens, and Marco Royce by Stanley Chow. So they're the new the five new cards. The tops project 22. Yep. 
Gianfranco Zola. That looks that's a nice design. I like it. That is the nice. Pedro's not bad too. Pedro's not bad too. But you see, you see a bit of a theme with with these guys. Like you know, like they sort of have that sort of style, and they'll pull that style across their whole thing to keep it sort of um, sync in sync across their whole set of their project twenty twenty two. So. That's it. Well, in all honesty, Sauce, that is it for me um, in the hobby talk. Uh, I do want to plug, obviously, we've got a podcast with Cards Oz next Monday. So that is going to be an NBA preview. preview. So please jump over there. I jump on because if you jump on and you comment and you're involved, you get an entry into this giveaway which I'm going to bring up right here. So this giveaway includes uh, Prison Blaster, 21-22 Prison Blaster, a $50 voucher to Cards Oz, Cards Oz Breaks, and a $30 voucher to Cards Oz Breaks. So check it uh, check it out there. All right, so entries to tune into the Double Coverage podcast, which is next week. That's for one entry. Two entries join Cards Oz Breaks on Facebook. Three entries is to tag three friends in the comments section of this post. So there's a few people that have done it. Just a couple. Um, Cardzoz also posted the same tile. So you can go over there as well if you really want to. Uh, and then join one of the breaks at an evening with Esso. So Esso from Bliss and Esso will be joining their stream on the Tuesday. So if you join one of those breaks, you get four entries into that. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be a great discussion on Monday around the NBA as we preview the 22-23 season source. Very excited for it. We'll get some big predictions, bold predictions, obviously who we think is going to be the NBA champs, which is uh, Going to be very interesting, uh, and it's shaping up to be a ripping season as well in the NBA. All right, anything from you? Otherwise, we're keeping it to a short one, and we haven't done a short one in a very long time. Yeah, Jesse, so. I'll do a bit, a bit of a. I went to a card show on the weekend. Oh yes, so out, out in in um, uh, where was Waverly? Waverly Mount Waverly. Uh, there was uh, the Cardalific Carter. Give us it, Domo. What is it called? Nah, keep going. Nah, nah, I'm not saying it again. It's it's you, it's the cardophilic. Cardophilic, there we go. I don't know who would call it that, but cardophilic. I think Ladies it's and gentlemen, I'm just going to put it on the record. It's like, it's a, one of those old school communities that's, you know, been running for a while. You know, I don't know how he has a few every, you know, a few shows every year. Um, it's a very, very, very small show. It's predominantly there was a little bit of NBA, but not like one table with a guy with some NBA cards. Um, other than that, it was all AFL and also other cards, also like people collecting old postcards from back in the day, and you know different sorts of cards as well. Uh, not just that, and also I think there was a one person there with coins as well. So coins collecting, and they had coins there on display, um, so you could have a look at those as well. Um, but my um, my myself uh, saw the one guy who Shane who's uh, runs the Melbourne Car Fair and he always has uh, some loaded uh, boxes there with AFL good AFL stuff. So I'll bring myself up big Dom and do a bit of a show and style show people what I picked up. Um, Here we go. 
So I got I picked up this uh, Paul Chapman oh. auto from when he Chappy. was at, at the Dons. Paul Chapman, so ex uh, Geelong player. So all of this is AFL, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I got a uh, Eddie Betts auto. So these all these autos, as you'll see, they're obviously not um, you know official select ones, but these are you know he gets these in as signed in person. He also does private signings with guys and, and gets a whole bunch of cards signed. Um, here's one of my favorite pickups from the day. This is the uh, mark of mark of the century, Alex Jezelinko, you beauty. That's the mark. And it's got uh, Jezelinko's autograph who he was one of the great players back in the uh, 19, I think 1970s, 1980s around there somewhere or earlier days than that. Uh, he's just renowned for the, for the mark. Kevin Sheedy, ex uh, Essendon, great now I've got there's his autograph on the side there. So there we go. Picked up that. I've got a few autographs of his. Um, then here we go. Here's here's one for you, Doma. I picked up this one. This is Wayne the Duck Carey. Um auto. Here he is in pursuit of the ball. The duck. Lucky um, it's the ball is in pursuit of. Not yeah, something not else. something else. Uh, then I went then I went uh past one other guy's stall. This is and uh, he had a Buddy Franklin from this year's uh, Select Prestige sitting in his thing. Picked it up for 10 bucks. Was happy with that. Always got to buy the Buddy Franklin if I see it. Um, then Gavin Wanganine, Essendon great. You know, Brownlow medalist for Essendon. Uh, obviously went on to win a premiership at Essendon and then also at uh, Port Adelaide. So definitely a good player. Lee Matthews, I've met him before in person. Uh, obviously a legend of the game. Ex Brisbane Lions coach, uh, back to back to back premiership coach. Uh, not many have done that, so definitely a legend of the game. Dustin Fletcher. Every time I see a Dustin Fletcher card, it's autoed. I, I buy it. One of my favourite players ever played Essendon. Obviously a legend of the club. There, he's. This is the one I got for you, Dommer. There it is. That's Dommer's one. Picked up Wayne Carey. Uh, that's the old. I don't even know what set this is from. Ninety three. Ninety three set. Here we go. That's early days, Duck Carey. There it is. And I Here picked this go. one up Here for you, Doma. There Here we is. go. Alistair, the man, Clarkson. There he is. The man who who hopefully should be coaching North Melbourne next season. If all <laughs> things I out. hope so. Maybe if he, if he ends up getting through this, he can go get that signed, Doma, and, and get it auto. Yeah, well. And then here's a, here's like a few that. that I picked up that are official auto. So this is a, a select... Uh, certified 2017 Charlie Cameron autograph. Picked that up. Was happy with that pickup. And then I got a uh, same same set select 2017 Matt Tabiner. So maybe I could sell that on to a Docker supporter autograph select. And then a select optimum 2021 uh, Luke Pedler for the Adelaide Crows. Uh, that's obviously I've picked that up on Butter's recommendation. I have no idea about Luke Pedler. I just got it man. for a very good price and probably end up back up on eBay and hopefully sell it for a bit more. Um, but all in all, look, it wasn't for me. It wasn't disappointing because I like AFL and I like. I actually I would like to learn a little bit more about the vintage side of AFL because there was so much vintage there, Doma. And if you do know what you're looking for in terms of vintage AFL and, you know, the, the old AFL cards that, that come out of the, uh, the cigarettes and the gum from back in the day and all that stuff. 
Um, you know, there's obviously, you know, cool things to look through. I don't really know. So, you know, in, in that sense, I, I wasn't able to sort of delve into a lot of the vintage stuff was that was there, vintage AFL. But, you know, any sort of new AFL, and, and obviously I like those sort of uh, in-person autographs that um, Shane gets, gets and, um, and you know, puts them out for sale. So I'm always happy to pick up and add a few more of those to the collection. So all in all, it wasn't that bad. Uh, but would I venture out of my way to go to that show again? Probably not. Uh, I'll probably just say, you know, if you want to go to a, a, you know, a show, definitely go to the Melbourne Card Fair. It's, it's, you know, it's better than that one and there's a bit more variety. Um, and, you know, it's definitely getting better and better. So, um, you know, um, outside of the Hobby Hangout, you know, there's you know, Melbourne Card Fair. I think there's another one um, on the 13th of November. So, you know, if you want to know what's going on there, definitely type in Melbourne Card Fair on Facebook and you, you'll see that. And, um, you know, they post updates on there. So, um, yeah. Other than that, Domino, it was it was all right. It was good. I like it. It's good. I'm glad that there's still little shows around though as well, Source. That's the um the positive thing. So yeah. Um the more there is, the better. It's good that Shane was there as well. We could have a bit of a chat to him. Uh obviously he does a great job with his shows um alongside the one that you went to on the weekend, and then we've got the Hobby Hangout as well. So there's a few card shows around, so it's not like they're non-existent. They're there. So it's it's great that they're up and running, and there's a bit of a presence here in Australia for the hobby still, which is uh, fantastic. Uh, on that note, Source, and that great array of cards that you purchased, Jezza, Chapman, Duck, and of course... Alistair Clarkson. We can't forget about Alistair Clarkson. Uh, On that note, thank you everyone for tuning in. Keep living, loving and breathing sports as Dom with the great man Sauce. It's double coverage. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok. Talking old spots. Double coverage.